What's going on, boys? Welcome to another installment of Man Talk on the Positive Masculinity Podcast. We're going to cover topics ranging from discipline, mental toughness, self-awareness, and fitness, all the way through to being a caring, empathetic, protective, and strong man. Traditional masculinity has been completely lost, and it's often misrepresented in today's society. So it's my mission to help you guys remember and recognize what it means to be a valuable man. Now guys, for a limited time, I'm offering my five-day self-confidence challenge completely free, which is going to teach you exactly how to start developing your self-confidence today. So you can enroll for free at www.bettermindbody.com.au forward slash course forward slash five-day challenge. That's the number five-day challenge. The link will be in the show description. That being said, let's dive into today's installment of Mentor. Boys, today we've got a really cool guest named David Ray. He's ex-military. He's a coach. Dude, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Nick. It's a pleasure to be here, and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to your your uh, viewers and listeners. Um, I was uh, originally in the Navy back in the 80s, 1980s, so the last century, and um, had about 10 years active duty, got out. Started a small business uh, at that point for a little while. I did portrait and wedding photography for about six years. And I stayed active in the Navy Reserves. I worked um, for my wife for a few years. And then I got a job as a government contractor doing war games for about 18 years. Uh, about six years ago, I got the bug to get back into running my own business a second time. So I started my current business, uh, which is my Dave Ray Coaching and Consulting. And I did that while I was doing the war games. And um, so about two years into it, I decided I needed to quit the job and do the coaching full-time. And so I've been doing that now full-time for four years. And just this year, 2023, I'm starting up a new piece of my business, uh, public speaking training, public speaking coaching. So that brings us to today. Awesome, man. That's incredible. So what exactly brought that itch up for you to start new businesses each time because i think that itch might be there for a lot of people what was it for you yeah um great question for me i've kind of been a little bit of an entrepreneur all my life even as a kid i was selling christmas cards uh during the holiday season and uh, getting into some other small projects but i think for me it was uh you know the interest in helping other people that's kind of one of my core uh values is helping people and I didn't see, um, I mean, obviously what I was doing, doing the war game training for the Navy forces was pretty um, meaningful work, but I felt that I could have a different kind of a benefit to the business community by getting into the, uh, the business coaching and helping them with um, basically avoiding the problems that I had when I was doing my first business and um, getting into helping with the lady who I had studied with. She was a business coach. And uh, so I ultimately, when I started my second business here, I was working directly with her kind of as a, as a licensee of her business. Awesome, man. That's awesome. So going back to your time in the Navy and before we move on to your entrepreneurship and businesses, what did that teach you? Because I'm sure that would have brought up a lot of lessons for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, definitely the attention to detail, um, keeping things consistent using checklists, making sure that you do the same procedure the same way every time. Um, I was in aviation, so I was flying in the uh, airborne early warning planes, um, the E-2 Hawkeye. 
And a lot of the times we would say that this rule is written in blood, which means that someone either lost a finger or a hand or a leg or a life by not following some procedure. So that was codified into um, our safety manuals on how we would do it the right way every time. Yeah, awesome, man. Would have been incredible time back then. So in terms of what you just said there and your attention to detail and essentially achieving excellence or pursuing your goals, how important is it to have that attention to detail but not get too caught up in things and allow them to consume us? Yeah, that's a great point because um, a lot of people, especially a lot of business owners, tend to be type A personalities. They tend to be perfectionists. Mm. And I suffer from that myself sometimes too. But what you have to realize is if you, the longer you take to get something perfect is the longer you're not out there doing it. So if you are waiting on um, just fine-tuning something to the nth degree and getting it perfect, 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 that's days or weeks or months that you're not actually helping people. You're not giving them your service or your product or they're waiting for it. Maybe it's a new uh, um, release of a new product or a new service. And the, basically your, your customers and your clients and your potential clients are just going without the longer you knit noid down on trying to get it perfect. So mm. um, you want to be consistent. You want to have good checklists and procedures and standard operating procedures but you don't want to get caught up in overthinking it. You want to just get it, uh, like they say, the, the 95% solution and get it out there. Yeah, 100%. That's a good point. And I completely relate to that. That's why I asked is because I'm someone who hyper fixates on a task and I'll fall down that rabbit hole of like chasing perfectionism. And I guess some people could closely relate perfectionism to attention to detail. So, how do you differentiate the two? You know, it's probably going to be different for everybody, but at some point you have to be um, weighing, you know, the costs and benefits. If I spend an extra couple of weeks fine tuning something, is it going to make it materially better? Or is it just going to be just a tiny, tiny bit better and it's not really going to be worth the effort? And mm. you have to kind of weigh that on a case-by-case -case basis. But uh, I think generally mm. if you use that model to, to figure out the cost-benefit, you should use your own judgment. You should be able to come to a good conclusion. Do I keep working on it and fine-tuning it or do I just release it? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And to add to that, I think... Sometimes even I get caught in the trap of thinking if I spend, like you said, an extra two weeks on this project, it might make me feel like I've moved forward because I've done all this work, but in mm. essence, it's not materially yeah. making it better. Yep. Yep, definitely. In terms of excellence and pursuing your goals as you've done and striving to be, we'll say, above average, because a lot of people settle for average, do you think excellence is for everyone or do you think some people are just made to be mediocre and live at that kind of baseline. Oh boy, that's a that's a going down a rabbit hole here. Um, <laughs> I would say that a lot of people think they're just born to be mediocre, but I really mm. think that everybody has excellence in them. And you know, it, it depends on the uh, the individual person's experiences, and if you've been. Um, celebrated maybe as a child and you've had a chance to to do something really well and see the results and see the benefits of doing it that way um you know then you start seeing that 
it's really a good thing and you you get the benefits you feel the the dopamine hit of your uh, ego being stroked if you happen to have a bad situation where you really don't have a a lot of opportunity to shine as a child you never see that and you never get the benefit of of that type of experience mm. um but i do think everybody no matter whether they've had the experiences or not they do have the uh strength and power within them to grow into uh a pursuit of excellence mm. that's a great point a great point regarding like your childhood and if you've been exposed to that kind of, I guess, environment in which you can uh, pursue your goals or achieve excellence in a sense. But I, in terms of actually living that lifestyle, the, the kind of follow-up question I want to add on was, do you think that's for everyone? Because I know a lot of people might want the end result, whether that's mm -hmm. a million-dollar business or being a professional athlete or whatever it is, but they don't actually want to live that lifestyle. Yeah, because it takes a lot of work. It takes time out of the the fun part of life. Uh, you know, those mm. extra hours uh, at night working on those proposals or the extra hours planning that event or making those extra phone calls to double check that someone's actually going to show up when they're supposed to show up. Um, you know, everyone's got a fixed number of hours. It has to come from somewhere. And either you're out uh, having some beers with the buddies, you know, your, your mates and your buds, or you're in the office, uh, you know, making those last few phone calls. Um, you know, it is a good question. And I think there's probably, you know, a certain type of person that just isn't willing to sacrifice uh, no mm -hmm. matter how much uh, they gain from pursuing excellence. Um and that's maybe that's what makes life so interesting. You know, there's people that are going to grow and um, work towards excellence and shine. And there's some people that just, you know, want to kind of stay mediocre, I guess. A hundred percent. And yeah, like you said, we can go down a rabbit hole with this, but for those guys out there who they might have great drive or ambition and they want more, but they've got absolutely no idea what they actually want. What do you say to them? How do you actually start to work out what direction you can go in to pursue something great? Um, I would say that basically, you know, start with what you like, start with what your passion is, you know, whether it's fixing cars or landscaping, you know, doing a garden for your wife or your girlfriend, um, you know, writing, you know, I wrote a book last year and that was something that really was exciting for me. Um, doing sports, like you're a football uh, guy, um, you know, so, Whatever you like, take take that direction. Start with your passion and, you know, do the extra thing it takes. Just one extra, like you were talking about a few few days ago on one of your um, podcasts, just one extra rep. Uh, you know, go that one extra minute or one extra few, um, you know, practices or something, whatever it would be, mm. and see how over time the results start growing and getting better and better. And when you start getting that, uh, you know, kind of dopamine hit from your your ego, you know, when the coach says, "Hey, you had a good practice today," or um, you know that that person at at the work says, "Hey, you did a really great presentation today," or your your wife or your girlfriend really uh, talks about how beautiful the garden looks, you know, whatever you're working on, you know, you start getting that 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 dopamine hit your subconscious and your ego starts saying, "Hey, I like this. I want more of this." And mm. uh, it'll make it that much easier the next time. 
And then it's like a self-perpetuating cycle. It just gets easier and easier to work harder and harder because you're getting better and better results and you're feeling really good about yourself. And yeah, for people 100%. that are, yeah, I think for people that have maybe had a, a rough time of life or, or maybe haven't had a chance to shine, uh, just start with small steps and uh, you'll start seeing some really interesting results really quickly. Yeah, yeah, nailed it, dude. And on that dopamine, again, this could go on for hours, but I think the hardest part is probably starting and shifting that mindset because there's so many, I guess, avenues for instant gratification and quick, easy dopamine, whether it's like social media, porn, food, like whatever it is, the hardest oh, part yeah, is going to be absolutely. switching that, yeah, switching that mindset out from I can feel good right now, quick, easy hit to I'm going to have to work for this. It's going to be a more long-lasting kind of feel-good hit of dopamine, but it's actually switching that mindset. Definitely. And uh, it's so easy the last, uh, well, couple of generations, really. You know, the microwave generation, uh, you put the food in, it's, it's uh, ready to go in 45 seconds. Um, a lot of people have a hard time with that delayed gratification. And, uh, I mean, I, I work on that kind of stuff sometimes with some of my clients. Um, basically, it's, it's one of those things you just have to brute force it. You just have to do it the first mm. couple of times, no matter how unpleasant it is or how painful it is or waiting for the uh, reward at the end. Um, but after a couple of times, you'll start seeing some real amazing results. Yeah, 100%. And that's well said. You just got to force it with brute force. Like it's, There's nothing easy about it. You have to change your mindset, and that's not an easy thing to do. Exactly. And then on the flip side of things, balance is obviously, it's a bit of a buzzword at the moment around business and lifestyle. And you know, a lot of people are trying to get into coaching or online online work for work-life balance. What does yep. that mean to you? How important is that? Because too much of a balance can take away from the excellence you pursue, but too little can completely sabotage the rest of your life. So what do you think? Yeah, um, what I talk about with my clients a lot of times is um, rewards. So you have goals, whether it's weekly goal, monthly goal, yearly goal, uh, small project goals. And uh, we always talk about what type of a reward are you going to give yourself when you make your goal? And it has to be something that you're not going to get normally. It's got to be a reward for when you make your goal. And uh, little rewards for little things, like if I'm going to be like drinking my water, you know, my, my good couple of liters of water every day. At the end of the week, I tally off how many I've drunk. If it's only six or seven, you know, I don't get to go out for ice cream, you know, Friday night with the wife. Um, but if I have, then, you know, ice cream's on the menu Friday night. But little rewards for little things and then big rewards for big things. You know, the, the close of a mm. project or when you um, have a big, uh, say you write your book or you put on your presentation at work or you finish the, the landscaping job in the backyard, uh, you know, give yourself that, that really big reward. Maybe take a weekend off, go out uh, maybe for dinner and a movie or you know, go away for skiing for the weekend, whatever it is for you. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It can even just be mm. you know, taking a couple of hours off, leave work early. Um, you know, go for an extra long dinner, walk on the beach, just whatever you want. So it doesn't necessarily have to be an expensive reward, but something uh, tangible that mm. you will uh, enjoy and look forward to and really relish once you're um, 
achieving it. And, and that, again, just hits that dopamine uh, for the next time, makes it that much easier. Mm. Yeah, dude, 100%. That's an excellent framework. And I did an episode on it about earning your awards and yep. you summed it up perfectly. It's like if it's something small, like you finish uh, an essay or uh, an email for work, go and get ice cream. Or yep. if you close a $2 million deal, go and get a new car. It's like there if you, you link go. a reward exactly. to your tasks, then you not only you're inspired to complete the task, but you feel good when you do it. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm, I think it's an excellent framework and everyone should probably try and use it. Before we finish up, dude, do you want to leave us with your number one thing, whether it's a mindset, a skill, a habit, anything that's made you the best man you can possibly be? Yeah. So I would say for this, for me, I try to be super observant as I'm going through life and you know, observing things around me, observe how people are acting, what they're doing, what they're saying, and then um, actually not only just observing them, but then acting on it. Um, say, for example, you've got somebody at work that's been particularly quiet during the day and nobody wants to talk to them or, or say anything to them because they're afraid of hurting their feelings or something. But, you know, you ask them and, and talk to them and see what could be bothering them. You never know. They might have gotten a phone call that their uncle died or they might have had a fight with their wife before they came to work. But, you know, noticing things and taking action on them to help or fix or solve a problem, I think, is my superpower. And uh, mm. I've gotten some, some pretty interesting events over the years. I've really helped some people out with some, uh, some situations. I even, surprisingly, I found a $100 bill on the ground as I was walking out of a bathroom one day. Just because I'm observing, looking at the, the landscaping <laughs> and seeing how many cars are in the parking lot, if there's any kind of sketchy people wandering <laughs> around. And I'm walking out of the bathroom and right there in front of me is a $100 bill. How good is that? Yeah. I used to be observant. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Oh. Yep. Do you want to just tell everyone where they can find, obviously, your books, your website, your social media, everything about you? Absolutely. Thank you so much. So um, my website is Dave Ray Coaching and Consulting. Dave Ray Coaching and Consulting, and it's a .com here in the States. Um, my book came out last uh, October, Verbal Vigilante. Verbal Vigilante, Win Your Battles and Make Things Happen with Powerful Writing. And it's all about basically getting what you want. You know, when you get down to write something, you're trying to fix a problem or solve something or maybe get something. You're taking the time to write a letter. You want to get what you want. So mm -hmm. um, it's a book on that. And that's available on Amazon.com and also available on Lulu.com for people that um, may not want to patronize Amazon too much for different <laughs> reasons. But um, Amazon.com and Lulu.com. And then I'm also on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, just Dave Ray or Dave Aldo Ray. Aldo's my uh, Navy call sign. Superman. Appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. And best of luck with your podcast. I, I think you've got a great, great message. I think a lot of the young guys really need to hear it. And uh, I think I told you earlier, I'm going to try to get you um, uh, advertised to some of the local uh, schools here where I live over here in uh, San Diego, California, back in the States. I think the guys out here, the young guys could really, really benefit a lot from your message. Yeah, thank you, brother. Appreciate it.
Alrighty boys, thanks for listening to another installment of Man Talk on the Positive Masculinity Podcast. I hope you learned something that's going to help you improve your life and drive you towards becoming the most powerful and valuable man that you can possibly be. Now, as I said earlier, for a limited time, I'm offering my five-day self-confidence challenge completely free. If you want to enroll, you can jump onto www.bettermindsbody.com.au forward slash course forward slash five-day challenge. That's the number five-day challenge which is going to teach you exactly how you can start building your self-confidence as well as all the habits, the mindsets, and the skills that you're going to need to maintain it. Not only that, but it's going to give you actionable steps that you can start taking today so you can start building your self-confidence. So if you do want to register, click that link in the description. Otherwise, have a great day, have a great night, get out of your comfort zone, and keep on keeping on. I'll catch you on the next episode.